Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how your presentation is probably half the battle out there in your business and how you present yourself is going to move the needle a lot more than how much you know about pool service or other factors. And I'll go over some keys and some tips here for you to work on your presentation. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I believe in this so much that even when I'm not working, I'm wearing my work shirt. And there's a lot of pool guys that do the same thing I do. So when I go out in public and I'm not actually working, maybe it's a Saturday or Sunday, or in the evening, I'm still wearing my nice collared shirt that you see in my videos. And I have my logo. And I have several different logos that I, of course, wear because I have several different outlets here. I have my business and I have the website. And I have the podcast. So I'm always wearing a button-up shirt. And I get these at logosportswear.com. I don't get any commission for mentioning that. They're a company here in the Midwest. It's called Logo sportswear.com or logo sportswear i'm not sure if that's the actual website i'm just saying that but it is logo sportswear they make high quality button-up shirts these are not cotton shirts but like a mixture of polyester and cotton they're really comfortable and i'm presented out there as a representative of my company all the time so i wear these shirts you know even when i go to church i'm wearing my work shirt believe it or not and i like them and they're a good advertisement for my company and they're just a way to present myself as a professional out there in every aspect, even when I'm not working. It also makes getting dressed every day pretty easy and on the weekend. So I have these dress shirts that I wear. And again, they're long sleeve and I roll up the sleeves. And one reason for the long sleeves, I should mention this, is that when you're out there working, sometimes you want to roll the sleeves down. And this is when you're doing certain filters that have a lot of fiberglass shards on it. And I also think long sleeves looks more professional Let's contrast a few things here. And again, the first tip is to have a uniform. I don't think I mentioned the first tip, but a uniform is important. And the reason why I mentioned that particular place where I get my shirts from, they're high quality. They're a little bit more expensive than most places, but you can trust the quality of, you know, the more expensive manufacturers. And the logo is embroidered, so it looks really nice on your shirt. It looks really professional. And I've had these shirts probably for some of them for over two or three years now wash them every week you know of course you should wash your shirts every week and they're, they're lasting a very long time so you're investing in high quality material that's going to last a long time so it pays off i think in that respect so if you're going into a restaurant you know let's pick chick-fil-a everyone's wearing a uniform that looks very professional you go with the pep boys or another kind of big franchise service place they're always wearing uniforms then you go to a mom and pop burger place no one's wearing a uniform they're all wearing different shirts and different outfits and maybe your local mechanic doesn't have uniforms either but I think the presentation of looking professional is really important not just for the corporate owned places 
if you have a small restaurant, have all the employees wearing the same uniform really helps with that presentation. And the optics of it is that if everyone's dressed the same, they're all working for the same company, then this is a very professional business. Same with your pool service. You have multiple employees. They should all be wearing your uniforms out there while they're working. So they represent your company and everyone looks the same. And so when the, when the customer sees an employee back there, whether it's your service tech or repairman, they're wearing the same uniform, they're going to instantly recognize your company and know that someone back there, maybe you didn't schedule them or didn't tell them, but with the uniforms, they'll know that they're from your company and it'll kind of ease a lot of tension by having everyone looking the same. And along with wearing that uniform, looking as clean cut as possible, and I know this is tough for a lot of people, but looking as clean cut, you know, comb your hair and maybe shave regularly. I try to shave as much as I can so that I look presentable, but sometimes I get busy. As long as you look fairly clean cut, you get a haircut ever so often so you're not looking too shaggy. I think those are also important things in your presentation that you look as a professional professional. Now, I don't mean you have to, you know, have the Clark Kent look going on or whatever the men's magazine is. I can't remember any names of those. Um, you look like that kind of person, like a model, but you should look really professional as best you can. And the uniform, of course, will cover up a multitude of the shortcomings and looking clean cut and wearing the uniform will cover up a lot of the shortcomings in your appearance. I always wear the slacks also. You'll see these slacks in the video. They're tan, kind of docker type slacks, and they're really comfortable, and they also give that presentation of professionalism. I don't know if it's because the guy that trained me when I first started learning how to uniform with slacks like I wear. Uh, I just kind of caught on to wearing them, and they're really comfortable. I wear long pants out there, mainly because it protects me from the sun, but it also gives me that professional look. It may not be for everyone, and I understand that shorts for pool service is acceptable, but I always wear the slacks out there, and I think that also helps with that professional image, even though it may be uncomfortable at first. But you get used to it, and I have no problem working with slacks on. Even in 100-degree weather, it's not a problem as you get used to it. Part of the presentation is also how you talk to people. So if you address people with, you know, sir and ma'am, which is not very common in California, but other parts of the country, that's very normal and acceptable. But I think a lot of the way you talk is just how you address somebody you know, call them Mr. or if they're a doctor, call them doctor. I think that's important. And sometimes they'll tell you, oh, don't call me doctor. But I always tell them, well, I call you doctor because you actually earned that designation because of all the years you put in and what you do. So you deserve that recognition. So give the people their proper title that you service. And part of talking politely is to not use profanity. I'm a big anti-profanity person. As you may know, I've done some podcasts on that. And I always speak in my group about not using it. I have a no profanity uh, rule in my group, so you can't post profane. Facebook, if you're in a Facebook group, a pool Facebook group, you'll see posts laced with profanity. To me, that's unprofessional, and you can take it as you want to. I just don't think it's necessary, nor is it proper in a business setting. Even in a post on Facebook, I don't think that's proper. That's not something that you want to put out as your image that you're this kind of person that can't find the right words to say. And so you just insert profanity because you can't articulate your emotions properly. So you just kind of, you know, go to the lowest denominator, which is a profanity, which a lot of people do. And I understand that. And it becomes common. And then you may have it as part of your speech. I've used this example before, but I was at this customer's home. She's like part of the community. She does like, you know, when they have the house of the month, 
She's on that committee. So there was a repairman back there for her refrigerator in the backyard, and he was describing the problem, laced with profanity to her. And I'm doing the pool listening, and, you know, I can see her face, and she's not really enjoying it, but she's kind of smiling like she would have to do as part of her personality and, you know, kind of how she does her thing. But I could tell that it was, like, really offensive, and I don't think that repairman will ever come back to her property after that. But he just did it naturally because that's kind of how he spoke. And that could really take a lot of business away from you. So I would say work on that if you're someone who does use a lot of that just to stop using it or try to limit it. And eventually you're going to just stop using it altogether. And it's a much better way to talk and speak and express yourself using real words instead of fillers that are offensive to a lot of people. And I think it's kind of funny that my reputation on this kind of precedes me. I was at the Western Show setting up an interview with someone from IPSA and then he came over to me the next day and he's like, hey, uh, I was talking to Harold Evans and he said, I, I can't cuss on your show. So I thought that was kind of funny that that's kind of stuck with me. And I don't know, it's not like the church lady kind of thing, but I really think that that's an important aspect of being professional and being polite and, you know, being conscious of young years out there that may not hear those words all the time, you know, at the table next to you or sitting with you as a group. That's definitely something that you could just do it naturally and not even realize that. I know I spent some time on this, but I think it's one of those pet peeves that I have that I think is really important for your business and something that you need to get away from doing to make yourself presentable at that next level as an elite pool service provider. Part of that also is having a clean truck. Now, you don't need to have the newest truck. I had a 15-year-old Nissan Frontier before I upgraded to the Honda Ridgeline last year. It ran really well. It has 230,000 miles. But the more important thing is that it looked really well because I washed it every week. I kept it in really good shape. I did all the maintenance. I had tires put on when they were getting low. These little things like that. I mean, if the customer comes out and your tires have metal showing in them, they may be wondering, well, why isn't this guy taking care of his truck? Or if the truck never looks clean and you see the windshield wiper mark on the front windshield. And you just need to realize that your truck is probably your advertisement or your biggest advertisement out there people will see your truck more than they're going to see your website more than they're going to see any other aspect of your business so your truck's parked at a restaurant or parked on the street or at a stoplight they're going to see your truck a lot more than any other aspect of your business so having it looking good is a key now of course it's going to get dirty and you're going to get busy you can't wash it all the time but try to stay conscious about how the truck looks when you pull up at your stop or if you're at a light, you know, if someone's looking for a pool service and your truck looks like it's just been through the desert or hasn't been washed in two months, they may not call you just based on the optics of your truck looking so bad. And if you can get it wrapped, if you can afford that, I don't think wrapping your truck is going to get you any more business per se as far as advertising. It may in some areas, but it's going to make you look very professional. So when someone comes up to your business or someone comes up to your home in a truck, that's wrapped and it has a good presentation and by the way the wrap actually will keep your car looking a lot cleaner i've noticed that with trucks that are wrapped they can't really see the dirt as much so you can just clean your windows more often and not really wash the truck because the wrap hides a lot of that dirt the right color wrap i should say and so wrapping the truck is not going to again bring you a lot more business with the investment of you know two thousand or three thousand dollars but it's going to make you look a lot more professional when you pull up now in my area, not everyone wraps their truck. It's really not as common as, say, like Florida or other parts of the country where truck wraps are really prevalent, Arizona, things like that. But I think wrapping your truck is definitely a way to set yourself apart as one of those elite businesses 
And again, you don't have to have the newest truck. I don't think that's economically smart in a lot of cases or financially smart. But you need to have a truck that's not a beater. I mean, if the truck's falling apart or looks like something that needs to be in a junkyard, it's time to upgrade at that point. So my Nissan Frontier, I mentioned it was 15 years old, but it looked really new because I kept it in a really great shape. And I'll give you a quick pro tip here. Your headlights are one of the things that gets really dim from the UV rays hitting it. And there's a product called New Finish. It's in an orange bottle and it's spelled N-U and then Finish. And this product works great. You put it on the headlights and you just rub it off with a cloth and your headlights look brand new. So I would do this every two weeks or so to my Nissan Frontier. I would get the new finish. Again, NU finish. It's an orange bottle. And I would polish my headlights. And I can tell you that this really took some years off the truck as it would kind of get yellow and dim. And as they get older, the trucks dim quicker or the headlights kind of get ugly quicker. And so this new finish polish on the headlights. And this really helped the appearance of the older truck. Also, the tire spray. I would use this all the time. I wouldn't really use it as often, but every time I washed my truck, I would spray the tires to give it that black look, and that really also helped make the truck look newer. Those little things like that, I would polish the rims on the truck. These little things, you can't do much about the paint after 15 years unless you want to repaint it, which I don't think is necessary, but if you have the other parts of the truck looking really nice, and you've probably seen an older truck on the road, and you know you have the nice polished wheels and rims and a nice front and all the chrome looks shiny. Even though it's older, it does look better and newer. So those are all little things you can do to kind of help that image. Another thing is also keep your equipment clean. Now I know we get kind of lazy with like the Riptide and with your service cart. So one thing I did a lot with my T-Dula cart was spray paint it. And I would always kind of refinish it whenever I saw that it was looking faded or dull. I'd also change out the case in there. So I used an acid case, and so whenever I would get a really good acid case from Hasa that looked really new, I would take the one out of my service cart and put the new acid case in there, or chlorine case if you want it to be the yellow case, on the bottom of your service cart, and change that out often. I see service carts out there that have the case in there that's like 10 years old. It's all faded. You can't even tell if it was yellow or orange. And so when you get your chlorine or acid delivered, if you see a nice new case from Hasa or whoever delivers your chlorine, Take that case and put it in your service cart. Something small like that can really move the needle. If you have a riptide in the back of your truck, hose it off ever so often. Because the worst thing you can do is go back there with this riptide at your service account. It looks filthy and you're by the pool and the owner comes out and wants to talk to you or say hi to you or something. And he sees your riptide and it looks like it's from 1960. You definitely want to keep it looking clean. You're not sure when that's going to happen. And the same with the interior of your truck. I'm really bad at this, but I've really made it a, a big habit of mine to clean my interior every week or two and keep it organized. I was really bad at this for a long time, but I realized that a lot of customers would see the inside of my truck and they would correlate how my truck looked with me. And so I've made a really big effort over the last few years to keep the interior of my truck organized and clean, which is hard for me to do. I'm not a really organized person out there. I mean, I'll spend 20 minutes looking for a small little part that I should have had somewhere, but I forgot where I put it or I didn't put it back where I needed to. But I've learned that the presentation of the interior is really important. So I vacuum it often. I like to polish the sides or wipe the sides of my truck down where I step in. Because when you open the door, if the customer's there and sees all the mud and everything caked in there, that's not a good image either. So all these little things to help your image, because basically your truck is your office when you're out there and how you present yourself is how people are going to perceive you. You know, if you're, you know, dressed really 
shabby and you're trying to present yourself as an elite pool company, that may not be the image. You know, if you go to a, a lawyer for whatever reason and you go to the highest priced lawyer you can think of and they open the door and they're wearing a t-shirt and jeans with holes in it, you probably are going to be like, well, I think I'm going to go to the attorney down the street. And these are all things that people will see, even though you're not an attorney, of course, and you're not of that caliber professional-wise, you are still a professional service person and presenting yourself above and beyond maybe some of the peers in your area is important. And, you know, all the plumbing commercials you hear on the radio about this, you know, in my area, there's someone, the Smell Good Plumber. I can't remember the name of the company. Um, But the slogan is the Smell Good Plumber and they'll show up at your house dressed nicely and smelling good. And I think that goes a long way because the image of a plumber is, you know, smelly, disheveled. And so this company came out with a slogan to kind of counter that image for their company. In the same respect in the pool industry, there's guys out there in tank tops and flip-flops. And we want to counter that to be the elite company by dressing professionally. So if you don't have uniforms, definitely order some. Uh, the, the place I mentioned, the logo sportswear. And there's a bunch of other companies out there that you can get custom, of course, embroidered shirts from. I would say get a uniform, make your employees wear the uniform, and wear the uniform out in public and get used to wearing it. I think it's a good advertisement for your company to wear a uniform on Saturday and Sunday, wear it to church, wear it wherever, and just get used to presenting yourself as a professional out there and, you know, 24-7. And I, I think all of the things I mentioned here are definitely doable and they're easy to do. It's mainly your presentation, how you speak, how you reduce your profanity usage, how you have a clean vehicle. All these things are really easy to do. You just got to get started and start doing them and do them one at a time, you know, work on one thing at a time. But definitely those simple things like a uniform, a clean truck, and your presentation will go a long way. Believe it or not, the first impression people get of you, and there's a really good book about this, uh, Matt, um, Malcolm Gladwell, he wrote a book called Blink, and the whole book's about first impressions. And I think the truth of the book is true. You judge a book by its cover. The first time you meet somebody, you get a feel for them, and they're going to get a feel for your company. So present yourself as that nice book that's the bestseller versus the book that you get at a thrift store with a rip cover. And, you know, that's probably not a really great analogy there. But you want to present yourself looking the best you can so that you have that presentation that's going to win you that client or win you that service job, win you that bid. Whatever you're doing, look the best you can. You may not even have a lot of pool knowledge, but as how you present yourself really goes a long way. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can go to my website, sumipolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. I have over 850 podcasts you can listen to. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program. And you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.